Yo, yo, we got Rob from the OC. You won the giveaway from last week, comic fam. We're talking the hottest comics in the world. What's good, comic fam? At the table, virtually broadcasting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth. We got the leader of the Gempire on the line, the Kingpin Gem from Gem and Collectibles. How you feeling? I'm feeling good as always, and it's only right that I introduce number 10 on the list. We're talking about Amazing Spider-Man 50, the first appearance of the Kingpin, and also the Spider-Man No More story. Now, there's a rumor that Kingpin may appear in the Hawkeye show on Disney+. Plus. There's also a rumor that Vincent D'Onofrio might reprise his role, which would be amazing. We're talking about a CGC 2.0, a book that sold for $400 in June, up 20%, now selling for $480. A CGC 2.5, which sold for 585 back in May, that's up 4%, now selling for 610 And then a 5.5, a nice mid-grade copy for this Silver Age Spider-Man key. A book that sold for $1,500 back in June, up 7%, selling for 1600 What if Vincent D'Onofrio reprised his role as the Kingpin? What if the comic fam hit the like button and we hit 1,000 likes today? Can we do it? What if they hit the subscribe button? Well, at the list at number nine, we're talking Uatu. We're talking Fantastic Four issue number 13, the first appearance of The Watcher. It's also the first appearance of the Red Ghost and his super apes, but I don't think anyone cares about that. It's all about The Watcher. A CGC 1.5 sold for $215 back in October of 2020. It's up 85%, now selling for $400. But the 2.5 back in 2019 went for $285, and that's up 75% this week. Butch says hi. We also have a 6.0. Back in June, could have been secured for $1,303, up 2%. Now selling for a whopping 1325 gem. Is it because of Disney's What If? Definitely, especially because it's greenlit for a season two, so you know we're going to see more of The Watcher. And at the list at number eight, we're talking pre-code horror. We're talking golden age goodness. We're talking a guest on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. The creator of Bad Idea, Dinesh Shamdasana. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me, man. Excited to be back. Dude, it's so good to see you, man. How you feeling? You're, you're helping out on the Hot 10 this week with some golden yeah. age pre-code horror. I love it. Surprise guest entry. I was excited to do it. I couldn't resist. Pre-code horror, EC Comics, they, they had me. That's right. Why don't you start them off at number eight? Sure. Okay. So number eight, Shock Suspense Stories number six, which is if anyone doesn't know what EC Comics is, let me just say right now, it is perhaps the greatest publisher in the history of comics for a number of reasons. Pre-Marvel, well, I should say pre-Stan Lee Marvel. So you're looking at the birth of the comic book as we know it, the format, 22 pages. They invented the anthology. They pioneered horror comics, romance comics, science fiction comics, my favorite part of EC. The whole tenor though, that, that tone that we think of as Stan Lee and Excelsior, that actually came from William Gaines, came from EC, the bullpen, EC. There's just, there's a treasure trove of stuff if you want to deep dive into history. Of the EC comics, Shock Suspense Stories number six, probably in the top three most important comics. The cover itself, anti-hate story. The cover actually just sold the original art recently. I should have mentioned this in the, lit, in the uh, entry for something like $800,000 at auction. I think it's the highest sale for a piece of original art in American comics outside of Crumb, you know, who does independent comics. Uh, so that's a big deal. It shows you that EC is still very, very vi uh, viable. Very, EC is still very, very viable. But not only that, EC has been taken off pre-code horror. It's been huge of late. Ignored for decades, really. Lately, and I think it's people like you, Tom, I think it's the internet is getting people excited about seeing just how far they push the content pre the comics code. People starting to get behind this stuff. Crime Spent Story 22, my favorite, Punch Comics number 12, 
Vault of Horror number 12. And we're seeing a lot of these books really take off now. We talked about in the Hot 10 how Shark Suspense Stories number six did. We had a 6.0 trade at $1,700, a 4.5 at $1,300. This is a previous high of $1,000. And then even a 1.0, that's an entry-level copy. That's the, the cheapest copy you can get into this book now, $700. This is a book that, that uh, just five years ago, you would see at every convention, 100 bucks. Now it's seven times that. Can't find copies. Pre-code horror is indeed hot, Dinesh. Now, you also mentioned some other fan favorites that hit the market as of late. I'm looking at a Vault of Horror number 12 that broke records. Yes, Vault of Horror number 12. Often cited as the first horror comic. It absolutely is not. Eerie Comics predates it by about three years. So anyone that, that owns that comic and they want the first horror comic, go grab yourself an Eerie Comics number one. Still reasonable when compared to Vault of Horror number 12. But a copy of Vault of Horror number 12 in 5.5 grade sold recently for 4400 that's a big that's a big number for a book again that just a couple of years ago was sitting at, at every convention booth at maybe tenth one tenth that price. Yeah, I'm looking here. The previous high record was thirteen hundred for that. What gains? Yes, nicely done. What William gains? That's right. And we also have Ghostly Weird issue number one twenty two and eight point traded this week. Yeah, and this is this is one of the earliest variants I know. So this isn't a variant copy. There's two versions of this book. I'm not sure if it's a printing error or they colored it differently. They're both neon colored. And this is the great L.B. Cole, who if you don't know L.B. Cole, he's one of the all-time great cover artists. Check this book out. This book, again, I've been seeing this book everywhere. I haven't picked up a copy. I wish I had. $13,000 for an 8.0. As you get to the higher grades, these books really take off because the comic book burnings of the 50s, they just aren't high grade. There, aren't, there isn't inventory at all, let alone high grade copies. Am I seeing this right? The last recorded sale at this grade was $920. Yes, that's that's the kind of attention that we're now seeing on these on these pre-code horror books. A thousand percent increase since the last recorded sale. Hot damn comic fam. Dinesh, you actually did some tributes to the Golden Age horror with your recent passive aggressive release that made the trending video recently. We did. We did a book called Hero Trade Passive Aggressive, and we did two versions, one for the East Coast, one for the West Coast. Same cover, different interiors, but because we're big comic book nerds we did a little homage to the pre-code horror book. So if you take a look at David Lappin's cover for that book, and you take a look at the great Lee Elias you'll, from Punch Comics 12, you'll see our little version of that. Comic fam, we have Dinesh on the line today. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. And Dinesh, tell me it ain't so. Bad idea can't be ending, is it? Bad idea is, is over as we know it. A little delay thanks to the printer crisis and the paper crisis, but we are determined this company will, will be done. It will be over as we know it. Comic fam, keep up with Bad Ideas, industry-changing moves over on Instagram at Bad Idea Hello. And Dinesh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, man. Thanks for the help, Dinesh. Maybe it wasn't such a bad idea to get you on the show. Moving on to number seven, we have Iron Man 55, the first appearance of Thanos, the first appearance of Drax the Destroyer, and the first cameo appearance of Eros, a.k.a. Star Fox. This book ranked at number six on our list last week. Bronze Age brilliance, Jim Starlin goodness, multiple key appearances. And with the cameo of Eros, it made this book relevant again. Regardless, with the Thanos appearance, which is arguably Marvel's biggest villain to have ever hit the screen. The 7.5 back in May hit $960. That's up 15% this week, going for 1100 strong. The 9.0 hit $2,000 back in September. That's up 5% this week, hitting 2100 Steady increases for a major key book. All right, Tom, you know you got to chill. Number six on the list, we're talking about Batman 121, the first appearance of Mr. Freeze, who was originally called Mr. Zero. 
I love the direction that DC took this villain, becoming one of my favorite characters in the Batman lineage, post-Batman animated series, and Mignola drawing him in such a badass way. This is a book that sells so well, doesn't he? Yeah, man, when I used to move key issues, Marvel books always flew, and it was so hard to move DC books. This was one of the few that would fly every time I had it. We have a CGC 1.5 that sold for $875 back in 2019, up 34%, now selling for $1,171. The 4.5 back in April could have been secured for $2,650. That's up 6%, now landing at $2,800. But hold up, the 7.0 sold for eight grand back in August. It's up 28%, breaking the five-figure mark, selling for $10,250. What's this? At number five, a major Marvel Jack Kirby blue chip key that may be undervalued. What? Journey into Mystery, 83, the first appearance of Thor. And the first appearance of Thor's mighty hammer, Molnir. That's right. We have a 1.8 hitting $7,200 back in August. That's up 6% this week, selling for $7,600. Also, we have a 3.0 back in August going for $10,500. There were two different sales, one of $12,655 and the new record leader, increase of 24% since that last sale back in August, now selling for $13,000. But get this, that mid-grade 5.5 sold for $20,500 back in June, and that's up 15%, selling for $23,580. Now, here's the thing that we want to compare. I love this analysis over on Key Collector Comics, the best comic app in existence, to get a grasp on how the market is performing, to get your knowledge on as it pertains to key comics and appearances and information. Use Kotom101 for a free two-week subscription. Support the show. There was a breakdown comparing this book to another major Marvel blue chip key, Hulk number one. Jem, off the cuff, what would you say is more popular as a character, whether it's in the MCU or comic books, Thor or Hulk? Go. I think easily Hulk used to be the more popular character. I mean, he was the face of Marvel forever, along with the thing, which is sad to see how he fell off. But I think recently Thor has been gaining a popularity with his movie appearances and with his recent comic book runs. Well, let's take a look at Thor on the screen, about to hit his fourth movie. Hulk, unfortunately, because of IP and licensing issues, Mark Ruffalo and producers Kevin Feige have both voiced their concerns and frustrations and inability to bring Hulk to the screen in his own solo movie. More people have seen Thor in recent time than Hulk, who is featured alongside so many other characters. Yeah, and then if you look at the comics, Thor had a legendary run recently by Jason Aaron, which is being adapted into the Love and Thunder movie. Then Donny Cates took over my favorite superhero comic. And even though Hulk did have a mortal Hulk and Donny Cates is going to be taken over, it just hasn't had the same oomph as those big runs. Immortal Hulk was legendary, absolutely, but I don't think anybody's kidding themselves that they're going to see this adaptation hit the screen anytime soon. So considering all those facts, let's take a look at Hulk 1 vs. Journey into Mystery 83, Let's look at a 3.0. The Hulk 1 sells for 23000 whereas that Journey into Mystery 83 only sells for eleven k. The 5.5 Hulk 1 will hit $30,000, where a 5.5 Jim 83 will hit only twenty. And I think we've kind of highlighted Thor's gaining popularity. It's not really reflected in their first appearances, but also Hulk 1 has the Hulk in the trade dress, whereas... Thor's first appearance is Journey into Mystery, so maybe not as strong as a key book. The 7.0, a high-grade copy for a Silver Age blue-chip key, Hulk 1, selling for 70 k whereas Jim 83, 
38000 Regardless of where you settle, even if you're a little bit in the middle, a $30,000 difference in price for this comic book is astronomical. And if you look at the census count, it's going to make even less sense proving that Thor is undervalued because it's not a scarcity problem. The 3.0, Hulk 1, 202 copies on the census compared to Journey 83 at a 3.0, 215 near the same. Same with the 5.5. There's 100 graded copies of Hulk 1, and there's 108 copies of Jim 83. Then we have the 7.0, the $30,000 discrepancy. 66 copies exist of Hulk 1, and 78 copies exist of Journey into Mystery 83. Clearly, Thor is undervalued. Will we see an uptick? Keep an eye out for our God of Thunder. That's a great analysis and amazing graph, Zorro. Now let's move on from gods to doctors. We're talking about Fantastic Four issue five, the first appearance of Victor Von Doom. We have the origin of Victor Von Doom. We have speculation that started back in November 2020, suggesting that we we're going to see Doctor Doom in the Black Panther sequel and other MCU projects. We have a 3.5 back in July, selling for 9,300, up 23% this week, now selling for 11,400. The 5.0 is doing good as well. It sold for $15,600 back in August, up 15%, now selling for eighteen grand. Then we have an 8.5, but not from the standard grading companies that we follow. We have a PGX 8.5. And to give you perspective on this next sale, the prior record for an 8.5 graded Fantastic Four issue number five was 54000 This past week, an 8.5 in a PGX slab went for fifty k. Now, this is $4,000 less. However, I suspect that had this been in a different graded slab, this record would have been blown out the water. Point in case, let's take a look at PGX versus CGC as it pertains to another major Bronze Age blue chip book, Giant Size X-Men number one. Yeah, man, people have trust issues with PGX. Take a look at these sales. A CGC 9.8 sold for $34,999 back on March 8th. But the PGX 9.8 on March 20th sold for just $21,575. A $13,500 difference in under 15 days. Was it an anomaly? When you look at the next month's sale of a 9.8 graded by CGC, it appears that it wasn't. April 18th, Giant Size X-Men 1 selling for $49,100. With that being said, the PGX 8.5 coming just four grand short of the record who knows what's going to happen when a CGC 8.5 hits the market? Could it hit 60, 65, 70? I think it could. I think it could see some gains just like Thor 165 has at the list at number three. The first full appearance and cover appearance of him, who would later be named Warlock. Adam Warlock, the cocoon guy. We still have Adam Warlock hype ever since Will Poulter announced he'll be playing the character on screen in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. The sales keep rolling in. A CGC 3.5 sold for $350 in July. It's up 29%, now selling for $450. We have a 6.5 going for $1,015 last week. We had an $1,100 sale and a second sale for $1,200, which is 18% up since last week's prior record. And then we have a 7.5 breaking two records. It sold for $1,580 just two weeks ago. 
First, we had a record-breaking sale at $1,775, and then with a 22% increase, selling for $1,923. Now at the list at number two, a book that made last week's list at number one. Comic fam, we've been doing this video every single week for over a year straight without skipping a beat. Hit the link in the description if you want to support the show. Go to ComicTom101.com and join the November Mystery Mail Call. Give me an excuse to send you comics to your door every single month. One per box. Every member is getting a Venom number one, Raph Grissetti Venom variant. Also one per box. We have a House of Slaughter. One version, not both, going out to the community at random. A cover done wonderfully by Davi Go, House of Slaughter number one. James Tynan, goodness, going out to every member. Now, we have to stop. We have to talk about the Black Adam. We got to talk about Shazam issue number 25. That's right, it's the second appearance of Black Adam in an original story. I mean, it's basically the key to get. The first appearance is a Golden Age book, Marvel Family 1, hard to get. This is the one to get. So we're looking at a CGC 8.5. Now, just a slight increase, just 1%. But the 7.5 showed some huge gains. A CGC 7.5 sold for $358 last week, and it's up 82%, now selling for 650 then we have the 9.6, which we're seeing some major price correction. Because I'll remind the community that we saw a 9.8 sell for $7,000 just last week. Well, the 9.6 this week did not disappoint. Last record put it in September for $1,500. Doubled in price, 100% increase, selling for $3,000. And now, moving on to number one on our list, the hottest comic book in the world. Hit that like, slap the subscribe. One of you are going to win this House of Slaughter number one, foil one in 25. And let's chat about Fantastic Four, issue 94, the first appearance of Agatha Harkness, which is Reed Richards' nanny, but plays a much bigger role in the MCU. She's the mentor to Scarlet Witch. She has Ebony, the demon gato. And we have major record breakers, including a new leading 9.8 that we haven't seen hit the market since early this year. 3.0, selling for $35 back in 2016, is up 366%. Hot damn comic fam, selling for $163. The 6.0 sold for $295 just two weeks ago, up 29%, selling for $380. Then we have the 9.8. Last record was set back in March for $1,250. Then Disney Plus continued to happen. Continue to spike comics. Catherine Hahn slated for her own solo series, reprising her role, justifying the new 477% increase. Yes, that's right. We have a new 9.8 leader at 7,500. Comic fam, hit that like, slap the subscribe, and as always. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Big shout out to our new sponsor of the show, Whatnot. We are packing the house over on the best new app to buy and sell comic books. And I'm calling it Whatnot Wednesdays. I'm bringing all my homies, some of the most trusted dealers in the comic book community. We got Nerdy Girl Comics, Skeleton, Key, Sammy, and Tony, Rage, Theo, the Golden Age Guru, Comic Pops, My Faja, Milky Comics, The Comic Sensei, and Overstreet Price Guide Advisor, and myself. Seven hours packed of dollar bid start auctions that only last 60 seconds long. Never thought it would be so fun. Link in the description. Go follow my page and support the show. And also take a look at these other videos. We made them for you. Enjoy them.